up, witches? I'm Taylor. And I'm Amber. And, and this, this is Waking Up the Witch. We're your neighborhood witches. Each week, we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock. We're two curious ladies trying to understand the human experience, but while we do that, we think it's important to honor the people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by. This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of waking up the witch. Now, let's go ghouls! hey amber hey girl how you doing taylor how's it going (laughs) so good (laughs) so happy to be back here yeah um and recording with you it has been a really fun month but it's I can't believe it's been like three or four weeks since we've recorded and I don't want to do that again. I know that this was like, we knew it was coming. I'm really grateful. We prepared oh perfectly God, for too. that. Yeah. Like it really helped streamline things and make things easy to come back into. Um, but gosh, yeah. Holy shit. The past. So February like third, my besties mm-hmm. came out here to visit me for a little over a week mm-hmm. and that was so great and so fun and we did a lot of adventuring and just spending time together so we realized it's like the first time we've spent that amount of time together since Cheyenne moved to uh, Nebraska slash Iowa mm-hmm. which has been I think six years wow I think it was um, otherwise we've just had like 48 hours with each other pretty yeah. much um, so that was incredible and then they left the 12th and then the 14th we got on a plane and went to the Dominican Republic for a mm-hmm. week. And that was also really fun. I got to feed monkeys. I think that was probably the highlight of my trip. I totally cried. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be so obsessed with monkeys when I was a kid and like wanted to have a monkey. <laughs> like it was like. Didn't everybody want a pet monkey? I think so. It just was It was like I had monkeys everywhere. Like it was my. Mm-hmm. I, I, my family called me a monkey because I was always climbing trees and just being wild and, you know, having fun, scraping my knees and stuff. And it just always felt very connected to monkeys. And I didn't I didn't realize I was going to get emotional. But as soon as I was like holding them, I just was smiling so hard that tears were starting to come out of my eyes. And I just felt like, OK, I'm fulfilled. I've done everything I need to do here. I could die now. Yeah, it was so, so enjoyable. Um, um, the only time I ever saw monkeys was in Thailand, and I was genuinely terrified. So, <laughs> I've, I mean, I've seen them. I'm also afraid of but, fucking butterflies. So, like, I don't true. really know <laughs> what they were the little, reference is. Little squirrel monkeys. So, they're really tiny, and it was in a controlled environment. They were vaccinated. Like, you know, it was it was a very healthy experience mm-hmm. so there wasn't really anything to be afraid yeah. of they could bite you but it's mostly because they're like trying yeah. to get food and they just like uh someone we were with in mark's company he got bit on his leg by one of them on his tattoo and i'm like he just probably thought that you were some of his food you know <laughs> you're colorful 
<laughs> yeah, we like had there's like a monkey trail that went through from the resort to the town. And they the, they were like, keep your stuff on you because oh, yeah. the monkeys will steal your shit. <laughs> yeah. And so like my girlfriend Jordy had a boba tea in her backpack and she like felt something and like looked up in the tree and there's a monkey's like pulling the straw out and like eating all the things in her tea. It was like, I mean, it's yours now. And then playful. when COVID happened, I guess all the monkeys were used to tourists like feeding them. So they turned into like monkey gangs and they were like (laughs) robbing people and like stealing food and (gasps) shit. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Monkeys are crazy. (laughs) They're cute. They're so cute. Oh my God. Definitely one of my most favorite highlights Mm -hmm. um, is I would love to go to the Dominican Republic. Um, all the photos country. you shared really mm-hmm. like convinced me. That. The forest was incredible. I always love going to the the jungle, mm-hmm. um, in countries like that. It was really beautiful. The beach was incredibly windy, though. It was kind of hard to sit and fully enjoy you it. You don't want to be exfoliated by the windy sand. I don't want it in my eyeballs. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like wearing goggles and everyone's like, what's up with Amber? <laughs> so much. I did get in the ocean like once, like was full body. Warm? Yeah, it was pretty warm. Like it was, it, the weather was perfect. Like so freaking nice. Uh, I never really felt too hot or, mm-hmm. you know, I even felt chilly at night. It cooled down quite a bit and I mean, it was winter when we yeah. were there, but oh my God. Yeah. A beautiful country. I'm very grateful for the experience. I hate the travel though. I just, it hurts my body. It's, yeah. It's so much. It was six- it just, the that's one of the hardest parts of living here. Like, okay. Number yeah. one, so fucking grateful. There is an airport. Yes. We could not have one. It's yes. not that big of a yeah. city that we live in. Um, But to get out of here, and there, I mean, even for me to get back to the Midwest or South are like 10 to 12 hour days yeah. sometimes. And yeah. so let alone going all the way across the country and then to another island, it's yeah. just, it's a lot on your body. There were people we met like on the bus back to the airport that lived in Wisconsin and it was mm. only going to take them four hours yeah. to get home. I was like, fuck, we have yeah. a whole day, yeah. literally like from getting on one plane to getting off our last plane was 25 hours okay, of travel also plus three hours do a butterfly <laughs> well that's a whole yeah. other thing but <laughs> that's why i didn't I say mean, you should have yeah. i said someone. our our options were very limited at the time that they decided to finally book the flights if you hear me sniffling i apologize every person i know is sick yeah, right now. there's a good little winter cold going around show is poor mark has been knocked out today is day seven for him yeah. he's got oh. yeah as soon as we left and half the crew came down with it um some are recovering faster than others but mm-hmm. yeah he's as soon as we got to the second airport he was like fuck i think i'm getting sick that's exactly what happened to curtis when <sighs> we were at the airport from new orleans he was like laying on the ground and he was like everything hurts and yeah I think i'm dying and then he was i haven't seen him that sick in mm-hmm. a really long time Poor maybe maybe yeah since we've been together i'm usually the one that's down and out yeah but i was like oh look at my immune system oh i'm doing great and then the next week i was sick and i'm like Boo. that's what i've kind of been doing this week and uh, no you're not no i know i'm like sick. i'm good i'm healthy i'm good 
Yeah. Like I, I feel like I have like a little something, but I think I'm just gonna, You're fine. I'm just gonna sit on top of the wave and keep powering through. You're fine. I got too much shit to do. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> I'm We're healthy. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm rich. I am that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Um, How how's your uh, February been? Good. We went to New Orleans for my husband and his best friend share a birthday. We went for their birthdays. It was super fun. Uh, My childhood best friend was supposed to meet us there, and she did. She flew in. She got there at like nine o'clock, and then we had this like big fancy dinner that she didn't. So she didn't get in until nine. So mm-hmm. the whole crew, there were like eight of us. We went to this really, really fucking awesome dinner. And then we went back to the Airbnb so that she could meet up with us. We played cards and we were like drinking and having fun and decided to stay in that night because we had like four more days there. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm like, we wake up in the morning. I booked brunch reservations and I'm like doing her makeup on the little patio outside because it was so nice out. Mm. And she got two phone calls. She got a phone call and she ignored it. And then she got another one and her grandma fell down mm. and hit her face and head. Oh and she is like 86 or something. And Jesse's a nurse practitioner. So she's like her main power of eternity mm. for like her health stuff mm-hmm. and so um and she was on blood thinner so it was like Gosh, she so really scary. needed to get out of there i don't think anybody she knows listens to this so it's not like i'm telling anybody's information but um so then yeah she didn't even get to see any of the town or the city oh, like that's so devastating yeah i it was really sad and we were going to celebrate her birthday, too, because mm, her birthday was January right. 31st, and we were there the second. <clears throat> so how long of a travel is it for her to get there and back? It was it's not bad. I think typically like three or four hours, like in a car. No, or she had to fly back. a flight. Oh, gosh. So car fucking we're hanging oh. out. And my dad was like, yeah, I'll come hang out. My dad drove 10 hours. He lives in the same town as Jesse. Dang. My dad drove 10 hours and then wouldn't spend the night. He was like, no, I'm good. I just want to like <laughs> hang out. So he like went around like downtown with us and we ate and then we're like dancing at some of the bars and stuff. And then around like eight o'clock, he's like, all right, tater bug, I'm going to head out. And I'm like, Holy you, shit. And we obviously had another room open because Jesse didn't stay. Oh so I'm like, God. please just stay. And he's like, oh, no, you know, I got to get on the road. So he like <sighs> drove and I saw that he slept somewhere in Mississippi. And I'm like, weird. Fla- I mean, thank you for coming to hang. Wow. It was so nice to like spend time with him. Yeah. But like, what? <laughs> I cannot imagine driving 10 hours. He's like, well, you're not happy I came. I'm like, yeah, I'm like so happy you came. But. Like, will you at least just stay and leave in the morning? So that was really nice. A little weird, but (laughs) everybody had a really good time. And I'm just grateful that everything was super fun. Oh, and one of my, like, really, really close friends just happened to be there, too. And so I, like, Nicole, my other best friend, saw that she was there on Instagram and was like, oh, my God, I think Autumn's there. Holy shit. So I texted her and met up with a bunch of, like, St. Louis girls, and we all partied. And Kurt was like, that's amazing. Curtis was like, you're a lot. But then, like, Autumn... (laughs) 
acts like you and two of you is just a lot we're both like screaming and twerking and like dancing and yelling at people and it was fun i liked it that's so great i loved it i had such a such a such a good time i love new orleans and you were the only one who had ever been there before right i guess one of the girls moms that came with us had been there when she was like 18 so we went to like back to a bar where she had like her first hurricane and that was really cool and they took pictures (laughs) and stuff how cute I wish we had a little bit more time to explore, but mm-hmm. when you're with like eight or nine people, so hard, like it's hard to get around. Yeah. And so I would love to go back and like with maybe just Curtis and I and eat more food and do more like dating. I'll go with thing. you. Yeah. We could just like <laughs> party say, a little bit things. less. Well, we could like double date. <laughs> like, let me come and be yeah, a let's part of go. Your date. <laughs> um, I'm down. Just like party a little less and eat a little bit more oh the food is so fucking good there we could go to all the cool like tours uh witchy shops and voodoo shops and see i also like the graveyard tours and things Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. oh speaking of you went to the museum of death yeah i don't really recommend yeah actually um i feel like just saying like i'm a true crime fan is even kind of icky so i'm like i was like a true crime enthusiast like I listened to a lot of it before and now I feel kind of like I think the whole thing of true crime got really big and I do think a lot of women are into true crime because we are usually the targets of true crime and so we're trying to understand like the psychology behind it and like why we are targeted and maybe even how to like avoid that and Mm -hmm. stay more aware but this museum seemed to like glorify that mm. a lot. And I'm just like not down with that. Is it like all serial killer type stuff or is there, there other a lot of the serial killer? That. And they have like shirts with like, you know, the top 10 like prolific ones, like mm-hmm. T-shirts with these serial killers faces on them. And I'm like, that's disgusting. That's gross. It's gross. Yeah. It's like so insensitive. Mm-hmm. Like those people were so sick in the head and they murdered people's family members like mm-hmm. let's not wear shirts with their faces on yeah, them no. we it's don't gross. need to glorify it no. that's that's Horrible. not what we need to focus on and there was like so some of it was really fascinating because there's literally handwritten letters from like the son of sam like you can see the actual fucking letters and it's uh, can you imagine like the, the energy in there? of that yeah the energy yeah. like that touched his hands yeah and then, like, Eileen Warnos, like, underwear that she wore on fucking death row. And <laughs> the part that, like, kind of sent me over the edge were the picture, which I can't get out of my fucking head, were the pictures mm. of Sharon Tate's dead oh, body, no, dead no, pregnant no, body. No, 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 and no. it's like, if I ever fucking die, please don't put pictures of my dead no. body in a fucking museum for people to pay $15 and go, oh, look at that. No. I don't want that. That is so undignified and fucking disgusting. It made me so upset. And I was just like, I'm just not being sensitive to the victims at all. And like, you can't really find those photos online. So it's like, you definitely have to pay to go into this museum to see them. As soon as I left, I like went outside and I like grounded myself and I'm like, probably look crazy, but I just like put my feet in the earth and I like had my hands out and I was just like, 
please like take all of this energy trans mm-hmm. i'm not trying to carry no, this around no, with me no. all day i was like i feel like i need to fucking sage myself that was mm-hmm. just a lot was there anything like outside of killers though yeah i mean there was yeah, there were like different kind of mummy things, okay. and like that's kind of the things I think I'd be fascinated by. Yeah, but that's kind of gross. It was a bit much. Yeah, it was actually way too much. And I like am not sensitive to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Really, like I just it all felt insensitive. Yeah, yeah, and kind of icky. Ew. Yeah. So if you are going to New Orleans, maybe that's good skip to know. That. That's good to know, though. Yeah. Because I'm down with like some cemetery tours yeah, and ghost tours yeah. and like all kinds of stuff like that. I went to like one of those body works things when I was younger. Oh, yeah. And they have the like bodies mm-hmm. and stuff. And maybe that's kind of what I thought yeah. it would be more like. Yeah, but it wasn't. I think I knew that there was some element to like psycho killers. But yeah, I think I when you hear Museum of Death, like it's all encompassing is what I would expect. I think even not. if it was just the memorabilia and not the photos, there was like oh, that's another so photo yeah. of some other woman that had like a bag over her head and was like every, I don't know. I was no. just like, no, no, no. Like, and they're naked. Like that sucks. Mm. So. Well, good to know. Thanks for that. your honest um, experience of that. Sorry yeah. you had to deal with that. It's okay. I mean, <clears throat> again, Do they like have I said, like warnings about that anyway? No. They're just like, have fun <laughs> okay wow it's like it should have been outside like don't go <laughs> i don't maybe think that i would always have been as sensitive to that but no that's a little too far yeah for sure so that was the rest of it it was all amazing and then we came back curtis got really sick and then i got sick so it's just been a lot of kicking it hard this month and kind of just like resting. And I'm just really like calling in that energy and like ready and excited to keep doing that. And yes. it's been amazing. I'm like pulling tarot for people mm. while they're laying in the bowl and like, mm. you know, spraying the cleansing spray. And I've got the whole ritual with the incense. Yeah. And I'm excited to incorporate like some Reiki into that. And yeah. Um, even people that don't have never had their tarot pulled are like really excited about that. And so it's just like such a safe space for me yeah. and my clients. And the interesting thing is trying to feel out like I don't want to offend somebody by offering them tarot because mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. But like even the one woman that I was like, would you like this at this point I offer this like you're interested. And she was like. I've actually been reading tarot for myself since I was like 16 years old, but she was like, I don't tell anyone about it because Uh, like when, cause she was older and she's like, when I started doing it, it was really fucking weird. And she's like, I would even like not even tell some of my partners or husband that I was like something that I did. So it's like a little secret practice that she has for herself. And she's like, I haven't really had that many other people like read for me. And so did you get to read for her? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's great. What a treat for her. Yeah. How awesome. It's also like sometimes reading tarot is great, but it's like people are here to relax. I don't need to tell you about your problems. <laughs> Same with like, so we had our witchy night. And oh my God. Yes. My cards were being so bitchy. <laughs> and I finally had to start telling people like 
listen, it's not me. It's the cards. If you don't want some truth spit at you right now, I would go see someone else because so funny. I'm about to tell you some shit. <laughs> and most people you, were like, I was like, going to ask, did you have people walk away? No, I only started saying that after one woman was like, well, didn't really want to hear that. But <laughs> I'm like, just Susan trying to have wine with the girlfriends and I'm telling her about her childhood trauma. After that, I was like, all right, disclaimer. <laughs> Love that. How are your readings? Um, you know, looking back on it now, I kind of feel like I blacked out almost oh, like nice. I um. It was our second witchy night at Pascal's and I had just gotten back in town 36 hours before, mm -hmm. maybe if that. Um, so yeah, I just was like, I'm so glad we had that and needed that so much. I was really looking forward to just like getting back in the groove of it was so fun. the things that we've been creating. I was less stimulated after yeah the totally first time. I like the energy was still high the, yeah the energy was good I think knowing like having a better idea of what to expect this time helped a lot mm -hmm. um it definitely was non-stop like mm -hmm. I, I remember people like last time I had like people would just come up after someone was about to walk away and it, the flow was perfect this time I had minimum three people Mm -hmm. waiting in, in these chairs by yeah. me like to get a which reading which is funny because we didn't even put those chairs there for a wait line no they were just, just there and people mm -hmm. just started hanging out at one point i had like five or six people mm -hmm. waiting um but yeah my my readings were pretty good there were a couple where people were like mm, that doesn't really resonate and then i would pull some more cards and i'm like i'm what the cards are telling me is that something is missing for you like and in, in not like these it keeps saying the same thing you know I'm like so I don't know maybe journal and reflect on that maybe you're not acknowledging mm -hmm. that something's missing because you're so caught up in your routine of life mm -hmm. you know and then you see that person kind of soften and be like yeah maybe yeah. you're right it was just like this opportunity for people to dig a little deeper mm -hmm. in those situations where they weren't really being honest with themselves mm -hmm. and you know I, I'm not showing up to be right that's not my job but when the cards keep saying the same thing over and over and over again then I don't know what to tell you that's what I'm saying <laughs> it's like sometimes you pull and people are like I don't know and then it's like okay well I just pulled three more fucking cards that just say the same thing yeah. in a different version yeah. I'm like this card says stubborn four times <laughs> so maybe you're being kind of fucking stubborn or rigid or whatever I'm like it's saying the same thing yeah and then people are like I think it just it was a good opportunity for other people to kind of soften with them themselves and realize that they needed to mm -hmm. slow down, be present and reflect. I feel like that is kind of a theme right now. It feels yeah. as we are exiting winter. It's yeah. your kind of last opportunity before things start to speed up again mm -hmm. and um, bloom. Yeah. Like plant those seeds. It's almost yeah. time. Uh, it was it was so incredible, though. It, it went on till almost 10 again as mm -hmm. expected and it really is my like favorite monthly thing yeah, i'm so I'm excited for all the future months. i really am envisioning like summertime like festival type yeah. vibes like little tents all over yeah. different like 
maybe vendors and yeah. like things going on and music mm-hmm. and like perfect sunshine like I can yes. already see this day happening I'm so yeah. excited there's it definitely is going to evolve and I would love to read together sometimes sometime but I feel like we need to have more readers come so that like we're oh, yeah because right now we need as many people as possible yeah, so if we took one of us away long, it would yeah. like not make sense but um we yeah. made money like we had a tip jar oh yeah amazing. that was so fucking nice that was interesting too because i i bring some items from my shop and i lay them out on my table and last time it you know i was able to kind of check people out separately or it was people who were getting readings were also shopping and this time i did not have time to even think about that and mm-hmm. i did sell some products i you almost need a little assistance. i think so yeah like after this time maybe i'll see if mark would want to come and do it for me but um because yeah i had no time to really focus on that and you know i I'm hoping that people were honest with me. Yeah. That's really the best that I could do this time. And people did Venmo me for products. So, uh, but I just have no idea of how to count that. So I can't believe we made money doing reading. Oh my God. Yeah. I was really successful. That's just hitting me I like gold. Very blessed to have that experience and to make a little extra money literally made money share our gifts and not something i thought that i would say so many people like there there was this one woman she'd never had a reading before and whatever i was saying she just like you see her kind of pull (laughs) back with her eyes all wide open i was like does that make sense and she was like that is scary on point. And I'm like, cool. I'm just whatever's coming through this channel, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> I always just like look at people and shrug. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just love that. It just, it feels so good to be able to connect with people. Your readings are like, like I feel like a more of a story and like yeah. take some time and you're like yeah. traveling through this thing and mine are like a quick bam, bam, and bam. dirty <laughs> yeah. and like to the point, which is very much how both of yeah. us operate as human beings totally. anyways yeah. and so Very i just like love to see that so yeah. fun such a great experience can't wait the next one um is march 23rd mm-hmm. it is a thursday so yeah. if you are local in southern oregon or anywhere and you just want to travel here it is so much fun um i believe they're doing it from six to nine did you say pascal winery at pascal's winery in talent mm-hmm. and then from five to six i will also be hosting a reiki drumming journey mm-hmm. so get on their newsletter and follow our instagram mm-hmm. uh for information on that because that the reiki drumming will have a little fee to be able to attend that part and uh stay tuned So at this time, we'll take a couple of deep breaths to connect to our bodies. I'll have you take one big deep breath in. And release. We'll take another deep breath in. And release. And take the deepest breath you've taken all day. Deeper. And release. 
At this time, I would like to call in my guides and Amber's guides to be here with us today while we dive a little bit deeper into the fool's journey of the tarot and please bring forward whatever is meant to come forward and help us connect deeper with ourselves and our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Today is part two of the tarot, and today we are going to talk about the major arcana cards. Mm -hmm. The major arcana goes through the fool's journey. The fool is the very first card. It's actually card zero of the major arcana. Um, There are 12 archetypes. Am I saying that right? Everybody says it different. Archetypes? Yeah. I think archetypes or archetypes. I've heard it too, but I say archetypes. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. Um, Potato, patata. The archetypes kind of use ancient mythology and symbolism and some legends to tell the story. Um, How did you explain like the major arcana compared to the minor? So, I mean... To me, like when I'm doing a read and mm-hmm. cards are coming up, when it's a minor arcana card, typically to me, that is something that like you personally can change or work on. Mm-hmm. And then with the major arcana, it's more external from you, right. like things that are happening around you. Mm-hmm. That's how I interpret it. It doesn't mean that it's right or wrong, but that is just how I right. personally read. Um. It's the same as the rest of the tarot, just using the story to kind of using the story of the fool to kind of reflect on your own life's journey and like your own patterns that you've gone through in your life. Um, and we're going to come at the major arcana from almost the the storytelling mm-hmm. way, um, kind of. We're just going to go through it from zero all the way through. If you really want it told as a story, there was a great um thing I found on YouTube called Window to the Soul, The Fool's Journey, and it was so beautiful. It was like who's the fool? How does he behave? Oh, he went and he met the magician and the magician mm-hmm. said this and I really really loved that. Yeah. The fool's the main character and he's going through this journey meeting all these people. So it starts at zero. And in the like most traditional deck, which is the Rider Waite deck, on the card I'm looking at, he's kind of like standing on the ledge and there's the water and the mountains in the background, the sun shining on him. He's got his little bag. He's ready to go on his journey. There's a puppy. I don't really know what that <laughs> has to do with anything, like pawing at its feet. But he's ready to like leap off the edge. He's ready to like take whatever adventure comes to him head first. He's innocent. He's excited. He's spontaneous. He's um, just prepared to take the leap of faith, even though he doesn't know what lies ahead. It could be that you're being foolish, but it could. It seems like in a fun and innocent way to me and like being called to be more playful or childlike even sometimes and definitely like a new beginning. Yeah, I always kind of interpret it like it's like a new chapter or like a whole mm-hmm. new book that you're whole writing. New. It's time to start anew. And each card is related to um, a planet, 
and a chakra and some of them even an astrological sign. This card is Uranus, which is like rebellion and revolution, obviously. <laughs> He's a little rebellious. And then the crown chakra. So it's like time to embark on brand new beginning. So the first person that he encounters on a little journey is the magician. The magician is creative and powerful. He's like a master manifester, mentor, teacher. Um, if you... Look at the card that I have. He has all four elements. He has everything that he needs to manifest. He is unique and powerful. He inspires action. You're being called to look at all your gifts and all of the things that you have. And knowing that kind of being different sets you in part apart and to just embrace all of the tools that you have for your desires. I'm also hearing like it reminds me of just like having your altar and like using that to create and manifest and all those things. The planet that goes with the magician is Mercury and that is communication and mentality. And then the throat chakra. So speaking your truth. Yeah, that makes sense. For sure. Yeah. And then after that, he meets the high priestess. This is all the girlies' favorite card. Everybody <laughs> wants the fucking high priestess. <laughs> she's intuitive. She's connected. She's a baddie. She's self-aware. She is a reminder to trust your instincts and listen to your inner knowing. However that comes to you, it could be literally a knowing. It could be a gut feeling. It could be seeing your signs. Um... And she just, she tells you to stay connected and that you hold all the answers. Mm -hmm. What do you think her chakra is? She's intuitive. What do you think her chakra is? Oh, third eye. <laughs> like, don't think so hard about it. Trust your intuition. Third eye. <laughs> of course. And then the moon, which is just also mysterious and intuitive mm -hmm. and all that. She's a bad bee. <laughs> well, she's like, is she the, uh, is it the high priestess or the empress that's pregnant in the picture? The high priestess is not pregnant okay. in this. Because I was visualizing and then it must oh, be the empress. Then. I already skipped the part of what it says on the side, so I'm just not going to include Oh, that. okay. Whoops. The empress is not. Oh. The Empress does represent pregnancy, though, okay. fertility. She's just not pregnant. So then we run into the Empress, who is, to me, that, like, divine feminine energy. Yes. She's nurturing. She's abundant. She encourages compassion and beauty and love. Think fertility. Think Mother Earth. Like, taking your time in nature, calling in abundance, not even just in like financial ways but in like love and yeah just like nurturing your soul and others you're being surrounded by everything you need you're connecting to the earth and being one with it mm -hmm. so this one does have a sign with it and it's taurus and then the planet mm. is venus which is love and pleasure 
And then you have the sacral chakra. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Of course. Yeah. So then we meet the emperor who is the counterpart to the empress. So he's the daddy. Um, <laughs> Hi, daddy. Which- <laughs> hey, daddy. <laughs> so, you know, you got your your mirror to that, which is the masculine energy. And when we say feminine and masculine, we do mean we don't mean genders. Yeah. We all hold within us masculine energy and feminine energy Mm -hmm. your feminine energy is your soft and your nurturing and being called to like slow down and be loving your masculine energy is a bit more taking action Mm -hmm. and putting yourself out there and sometimes not thinking with your emotions as much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so he's a leader he is powerful he's authoritative um, he represents structure and reminds you to hold the same power. I like the way you said authoritative. Authoritative. <laughs> you said it very authoritatively. I'm going to spank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> um, this one also comes with a sign, which is Aries. Of course. Huh. That I'm like, that's not what so I think much of. Sense. But why does that make sense to you? Well, Aries is a fire sign, which yeah. is very like forward motion, take action. Um, it's the very first sign in the astrological, yeah, uh, you know, bucket. Lo- <laughs> losing my words today. A <laughs> uh, little blacked out still, I think, from our interview earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just it, it's it, the first. Sign. It's very fiery. It's very take action. Very go. And then we sense. have Mars, which is action and energy, mm-hmm. and your root chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did write the little quote that goes with it, and it just says, "I am my own authority, and I have the will and power to create my life structure." So <laughs> then we have the Hierophant, <laughs> <laughs> and um, this represents spirituality, religion, and traditions. Um, she can be a messenger from the heavens to bring lessons down to the material world and look at things through a spiritual perspective. Sometimes this card for me comes up in readings when I think people are being called to question their own like religious traditions Mm -hmm. or religious Mm -hmm. trauma as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but she is deeply spiritual um Taurus is the sign that represents the Hierophant. Venus is the mm. planet, which is love and pleasure, and then your throat chakra. Um, everybody also loves this card because everybody wants love. <laughs> but we have the lovers. The card is represented in a lot of different ways across tarot. Um, I haven't even stared at this one that much. But the two people are naked, <laughs> and there's the snake, and there's the apples. So oh, you've got like an Adam and Eve vibe, <laughs> and then a god or goddess over with their hands wow. like raised out above them with like crazy fire hair, <laughs> and then the sun behind it. Um, the lover's card is exactly what it sounds like. It's like close relationships, which don't don't necessarily have to be romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. It's just like two people that are close. 
Um, it could also mean major life choices and decisions, just like a perfect union, partnership. It could mean sexual connections, and it may come up when you're coming to like a crossroads mm-hmm. sometimes. When this comes up reverse in readings for me too, I often uh, interpret it as like more self-love and turning that yeah. love inwards. Or your husband's cheating on you. (laughs) (laughs) See, we read very differently. (laughs) No, that's more the three of swords. That card sucks. (laughs) It can also be good. It doesn't always have to be shitty. Every time it comes up, I'm like, I'm sad. But it does mean like heartache. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know, whatever other cards are around it that are surrounding it. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great, like a great segue. Like all of these cards can mean one thing if you pull one and then you mm-hmm. keep pulling more for clarity mm-hmm. and to get the actual story of like what's going on. Totally. So we got some Gemini energy here, which is like duality. Mm-hmm. Two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. Um, Mercury, which is the um, planet of communication and mentality and then what chakra do you think for the lovers the heart yeah (laughs) um i really love the next card and i don't know why yeah i do i don't know (laughs) we have the chariot the chariot Mm -hmm. card is like success and victory and willpower um connecting to your natural drive within determination and upcoming victory it's a bit more daddy vibes as well. <laughs> but you're like self-disciplined. You're overcoming obstacles. This is a beautiful card that can come up. Yeah. Um, especially when you've been going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have cancer. Mm-hmm. What planet do you think goes with cancer? Did you know I'd be testing you today? No. <laughs> Uh, Neptune, the moon. Oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Feelings, too. that makes sense. Too. <laughs> and we have your throat chakra. The eighth card in the major arcana is the strength card. It is what it sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. Inner strength, courage, confidence, um, focus, the ability to withstand anything in life. You will overcome. Um. Just being stronger than whatever you're going through. It obviously has a lion on it because mm-hmm. the lion Arr. indicates strength. Which, what sign is that? Leo. Yes. <laughs> That's not a lion noise. Arr. Arr. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> cut. Don't cut. Um, <laughs> meow. <laughs> a big cat. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> Go at it. <laughs> not, not any better than mine. No. Um, the planet is the sun, which is not really a planet, but conscious mind and ego and your solar plexus. Um, the next card is the hermit. This card came up for me so much. Are you crying? Mm, I'm just yawning. <laughs> so I got a um, little teardrop. The next card is the Hermit. This card came up for me a ton during like COVID and hardships. Oh, totally. And yeah. um, 
I think also when I wasn't as connected to myself or my spirituality, the deck kept being like, shut up, meditate, Mm -hmm. meditate, meditate. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, (laughs) I want to watch Love is Blind (laughs) (laughs) and ignore all my feelings. (laughs) Um, So this card is clearly like soul searching, self-reflection, inner guidance, meditation, Um, the only way to process what happens in life is to kind of close off the noise from the world around you and just know again that you hold all the answers within yourself. Um, and you're just being called to be still and listen. Mm -hmm. This is some Virgo energy with Chiron, the healer, the healer and the solar plex. No, third eye. Mm-hmm. but i wrote something else down so <laughs> which makes sense obviously you're gonna meditate you got third eye the wheel of fortune is the next card this to me is kind of the card of like the cycles of life it's mm-hmm. upright it can mean like good luck but upside down it can mean bad luck and when i think of this card i think like you can't enjoy the good parts of life without the bad and how life is just very secular and we go through stuff but we'll always come out at the other side Mm -hmm. and like nothing is permanent good Mm -hmm. or bad i like and just appreciate the lessons of that life gives you um the planet is jupiter which is expansive expansion and prosperity then you have your solar plexus And the last card that I have for you is the justice card. Justice is kind of what it sounds like. Justice, karmic justice. It could come up with like, people are always like financial or not financial, but like legal issues. Um, But I think it's about like life lessons, um, consequences to every action, balance, obviously, I literally do think Libra every time Mm -hmm. I look at her. The scales. And so it is Libra. I also have written down like every choice you or someone else makes in life has led to this moment, which is Mm. like butterfly effect vibes. Um, Venus, which is love and pleasure and obviously the heart chakra. Mm. I love that. Yeah. She is Le- like she is libra to mm-hmm. me fairness definitely so i got the last half of the major arcana thank for god you. i'm so tired of talking <laughs> and stumbling over my words you're doing great um so the card after that is the hanged man Uh, This is a time to pause and stillness will grant you perspective. It's a good time for meditation, time to surrender, Mm -hmm. new outlook, um, changes to your values, beliefs, Mm -hmm. and viewpoints. When this card comes up, you're likely desiring to take action or make change, but you just don't have the clarity in what Mm -hmm. should happen first or where to go. So Mm -hmm. it's time to surrender and release what's no longer serving you so that you can allow for the universe to mm-hmm. work its magic. Like hang, literally hang tight. Yeah, like 
chill out. <laughs> it's like looks breath. like a little bat upside down, right? <laughs> it does kind of look like a bat. Um, I guess some cards are a bat. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I'm thinking that. Yeah, he's just like hanging from a tree upside down with his legs crossed and his hands tied behind his back and he has like this basically like this sun aura around his head so it's just mm-hmm. like just let yourself chill out here for a moment i love the hands <laughs> behind the back like don't it's out be of your doing control right now. right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you have nothing you need to do mm-hmm. except chill um and then this is your third eye which has to do with your intuition mm-hmm. and the planet is neptune which mm. governs ideas and also intuition love it Yes, it's a good one. Checks out. And then the card after that, one that everyone fears and gets spooked you when it shows up. You got the dark half of the major I also arcana. got some sunshine, too, so don't yeah, worry. One card. Yeah. Um, this card is death. I love the death card. I fucking love the death card. Of course you do, you Scorpio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're all about that. Oh, yeah. So things need to die in order to be reborn. It's like I always think about like the winter. seasons. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're you're in the winter season. You've harvested all your stuff from the fall before things go to die. Mm-hmm. And in order to have like new growth, you mm-hmm. have to kind of go into this little moment of silence, this mm-hmm. moment of surrender, mm-hmm. which is interesting that the hanged man is right before this. So, you know, death to be reborn, shedding the old and mm-hmm. your past. Mm-hmm. It's a change in cycles. Um, it's a reminder that nothing stays the same. All things are always changing and it's an opportunity for new beginnings. Yeah. Um, so when this card comes up, it's just letting you know to not allow old situations or old versions of yourself to keep you from experiencing new and possibly better things. Uh, no oh, more yeah. holding back. This has uh, this is connected to your heart chakra. Mm-hmm. So love for self, love for others. I love that. The planet is Pluto, Duh. which is regenerative Rebirth. and transformation. Yeah. And the astrological sign is Scorpio. Again. Let's see. What did the thing on that card say? It says, I'm willing to let go of a past version of myself. I really love that. Love it. I'm thinking, I'm seeing like a snake shedding its like, Oh, totally. Skin. Yeah. And you get this like nice shiny coat. I had this girl at, um, when I was reading for her, like, should I quit my job? And it was like the death card, the tower card, yeah. and, like, something else. And I'm like, yeah, yeah like now, like, and then I was seeing how and how many people quit their jobs the day after that. Cause I told like three people to quit their jobs that night. You're, you're, that's like your magic power. <laughs> Quit your job, break up with your boyfriend, <laughs> move to another city. Hell yeah. <laughs> you're such a Scorpio. I love it. <laughs> Our next card is Temperance, and mm-hmm. this represents creative energy. It is very much about the balance, the yin and yang, masculine, feminine, harmony, tranquility. Um, temperance is here to, to remind you. To go with the flow, she encourages peace and patience. It is not a time to force anything. Be mm-hmm. flexible and open to change if necessary. Okay. 
Um, she is connected to your solar plexus, which has to do with your identity and confidence. And the planet is Jupiter, which again is expansiveness and mm-hmm. prosperity. And the astrological sign is Sagittarius. After that, oh, looking at the card, actually, I'm like um, connected to it because it's like this angel flying over this little pond area. And there's like mountains in the background with the path and the sun's coming up. But in her hands is two cups and she's like pouring water from one cup into the other cup, which I think is, I don't know, that caught my eye. It's just that like giving and receiving energy. Okay, another card that people freak out about, the devil. (laughs) And the devil represents attachment, possessiveness, ego bondage, addiction, mental health, anxiety, depression, powerlessness. So I don't really think this is a bad card. I just think it's like a really good card to, um, you know, kind of call you out and make sure that you're not being controlled by anything outside of yourself. It's just a really good reminder to kind of reflect and be like, what has a control over me? What has me bonded to it mm-hmm. that is kind of getting in the way? Maybe like addiction. Yeah, addiction's huge. Time, yeah. Which doesn't have to be alcohol or drugs. Yeah. Like we can be addicted to so many other Social things. Social media. Relationships, toxic people, mm-hmm. parents, food. Like food. so many things. And like the pictures, a depiction of the devil like standing kind of on this throne. And then there are two naked people that are chained together. And like the chains are really loose. So to me that's like it's you have the control. Like it's you're easy. bounding yourself. Yeah. It's easy to release that control. You could slip right out of those chains if you want. They're not tight. Mm-hmm. And he's not even holding on to them. <laughs> but like you and this and the other person, which could just be, you know, your own energy. I um, love that. Yeah. So I just think that's interesting. That reminds me because Jackson pulled that card in that oh, episode. Yes, yes, and yes. I was watching White Lotus yesterday season two and (laughs) the like the crazy italian tarot reader comes in Mm -hmm. and pulls the same card but it was the same deck so it was like the el diablo like wow yeah and she was like reading all the things and she's like you're negative (laughs) get out of here (laughs) but i was just like oh i know that deck such a good show oh my god Uh, The devil reminds us that we have everything we need inside of ourselves to unlock our full potential. If you're feeling stuck, it's time to unfuck yourself tight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You heard it here first. (laughs) You literally have the power. Just fucking stop. Um, This is connected to your root chakra, which has to do with security and stability Mm The planet is Saturn, which is responsibility and discipline. Yep. And the astrological sign is Capricorn. And the thing I love on the card, it has like a little quote and it says, I am not a puppet. And then I wrote, uh, you're being controlled by an outer source, for example, addiction. Mm -hmm. But really, you hold the power to change. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, another card that people get frightened by when they see it, the tower card. And this one, 
might actually be one of my favorites to Again, pop up. Love. It's um straight chaos like the picture is very alarming it's this <laughs> it's this big tower um and lightning is striking it and it's caught on fire and people are falling out of the building mm-hmm. and it's like holy fuck that looks scary um but the towers here like it it represents abrupt change shedding old values concepts ideas concerns um deconstruction chaos feels like everything is crumbling and out of control and um the message of the tower card is let it fall what's falling apart is energies and situations that are no longer Mm -hmm. supporting you and you need Mm -hmm. to build a stronger foundation yeah um again yeah burn it to the fucking ground like this is you know stop uh, like stop uh, trying to hold it up and hold shit together and surrender and just let it fall apart. It reminds me, uh, well, like coming out of the ta- coming out of the tower. I always think like the phoenix rising from the yes, ashes, one hundred percent. Like burn it to the fucking ground, turn in your little phoenix self, and yes. fly away from the bullshit. Yes, fuck all that shit. Um, yeah, and, and I wrote this card similar to the death card. It is mm-hmm. connected to your crown chakra, which is your connection to your higher self and your spirit team, the universe, mm-hmm. and um, to trust that the universe is removing obstacles from your way. When this card is coming up, it's just like, just let the universe take over. I willingly release <laughs> what no longer serves me. Yes, baby. Um, my The quote on this card is, I surrender to the storm. <laughs> And the oh, yeah. planet is Mars, which is the planet of action and energy. Yeah, I really, I love the tower card. It's just like, okay, yeah. Also gives Scorpio vibes, yeah. but it doesn't say that. On I think there. it just gives you permission to like, uh, like to acknowledge whatever the fuck is going on and just kind of step back and view it from across the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like, it does remind me of the death card a lot. Totally. Like, let it die. Let it die. Because you get to build something even bigger and better and stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Think like things fall apart in our life all the time so that we can let new things in. And it might feel Mm -hmm. like the end of the fucking world at the time. But then when you look back on it, you're like, oh, that gave me space for whatever new thing came in. Yeah, exactly. It also is like a reminder of like, what are you clutching on to that's no longer working for you? What are, you know, relationships Mm -hmm. or businesses or, you know. And trust that everything happens for you and not to you. Yes, 100% agree with that. So Look after- at us. We're so enlightened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> Look at us. We're so enlightened. Writing it down. <laughs> wow. Merch coming soon. <laughs> so after all this like intense energy, um, we kind of get the light in the tunnel and this is the star card and i love the representation like of the art in this card and every deck i've seen it in it is um a naked woman like on this pond and it has two different vessels of water and like it's pouring water into the pond but Mm -hmm. also into the earth and i just love i just love the artwork on that yeah um 
this card represents the calm and serenity, renewal, hope, healing, rejuvenation, inspiration, which just makes sense. Like after yeah, the tarot, the story, card, story. <laughs> in the storytelling format of that, it's like, right, like mm-hmm. you just burnt the whole thing to the ground and now you're rebuilding hope. Exactly. It just it makes so much sense to know that the star comes right after the tower. Thank mm-hmm. God. Thank goddess. That was pretty good. This one's <laughs> for the girls. <laughs> this that- one's for the girls. <laughs> now that the tower has come down, we get I mean, to enjoy <laughs> some Martina <laughs> McBride on the channel. So uh sidebar, we <laughs> when we get together, we just like all of a sudden get random fucking songs in our head. When we're recording, so Taylor slowly building a playlist of these random songs that dump into our brain through it's our channel. Very random. <laughs> it's so random. It's going to be lovely. <laughs> hmm. That's hilarious. There was another one that hit me when you're talking, but I can only hear the first part of it. It just says, and I can't hear any words. So well, I wish I'll I have could to... hear that too. Yeah. I'll have to. <laughs> okay (laughs) it's gonna be a fun playlist (laughs) so um the star is here to tell you that the universe is working in your favor and to trust that Mm -hmm. you are being divinely Mm -hmm. guided yes um yeah just take a moment to trust baby yes queen and this is also connected to your crown chakra uh divinely guided and held this is representation of the planet uranus which again is revolution and rebelliousness and the astrological sign it is aquarius Mm, i love me some aquarius the quote on this card says the universe shows me that i can have faith in my dreams love her what an amazing card i know it's such a good card so so good Okay, and then after that, we've got the moon. Mm. Um, the moon has to do with visions, intuitions, dreams, uh, fantasies. It is the dark night of the soul. This can also represent anxiety and fear, misconception, hidden thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. It is the shadow. The moon can show up if you're allowing your fears to hold you back from your limitless future. Uh, it's t- that just means it's time for shadow work. Mm-hmm. And again, if you've been here, it's about asking those whys. It's expressing the feeling, asking why that feeling is there, and then like digging literally deeper. like a two year old. Why? 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 Yeah. Why? Just keep asking why until why? you get your clarity. Um. Bring your feelings to light so that you can free yourself from anxiety and worry. And, um, okay. Pop quiz you. What is the chakra of this card? Third eye. Yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. You get an A? <laughs> you get an A++. Do, oh, do I get a gold star? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll give you a gold star. That's it. You made it sound sexual. I did. I heard it. I'm She's talking sorry. about my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my gold star alone. <laughs> oh, I miss you so much. And we're back. The P- 
planet for the moon is Neptune, which has to do with your ideals and intuition. It's not the moon? No, it's not the moon. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. What the hell? Um, And the astrological sign is Pisces. Hmm. Of course. Sometimes you say of course, and I think, do I not know anything about astrology? (laughs) You definitely (laughs) do. I don't see why it's Pisces. That's not an of course to me. Um, I mean, like, it's yeah. just like an emotional, intuitive, yeah, uh, sign, and it is very dark night of the soul, yeah. <laughs> so it makes Fine. it makes sense to me. Does that help bring clarity? Maybe. <laughs> and then we have here comes the sun. Added to the list, the sun card is evolution and vitality joyous fulfillment literally whether it's upright or reverse this is always a positive card it is a positive sign that everything is going to be okay and things are working out in your favor Mm -hmm. Uh, you're on the right path you are surrounded by good vibes so just trust that Mm -hmm. uh what chakra do you think your crown your solar plexus Duh, it's literally F minus. <laughs> it's also solar. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Pop quiz number two. What planet? For the sun. Well, we know it's not the sun, like it was something else. It is the sun. Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why was the moon not moon? I don't know, but the sun is the sun. Uh, okay, well, if I would have fucked that one up, it wouldn't have been my fault. That's true. Solar it- plexus. <laughs> really makes sense. That's your pop quiz game. <laughs> Um, the sun is the conscious mind and the ego. And the quote on this card was, I shine my light on the world around me and my radiance attracts more success. I just was thinking about those people that don't eat, but they just like show their buttholes to the sun. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm good. <laughs> I didn't know that like they don't eat and they just receive food from the sun. Yeah. But I knew about like putting your like anus bathing or whatever it's called. <laughs> Butthole to the sun. <laughs> Siri. <laughs> why you shouldn't try perineum sunning please don't harvest solar energy with your butthole says scientist harvesting energy with your butthole i guess it's called perineum sunning does your butthole need sunlight Perineum sunning gurus say yes. Sunlight has excellent germicidal qualities and exposure to the sun will help keep your anal and vaginal areas healthy and free of germs. I don't think that that's wow, scientific. Oh no. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Amber and I. 
<laughs> oh, so sorry. It's been God. too long. <laughs> okay, we have like one more card. No, then we have a few more, okay. but we're almost there. Okay. Um, so the next card is judgment. <laughs> which okay. is funny after perennial sunning. <laughs> <laughs> the judgment card it represents self-evaluation snap judgments awakening and renewal it's a time to review and ask yourself are you in alignment with your soul's purpose i think there's calling us out it's like get your shit together yeah quit joking about buttholes <laughs> yeah. start talking about time tarot to <laughs> right um Know that you can always change directions if you're being called to and the future isn't set in stone. Free will, baby. I love that. Um, this has to do with your crown chakra, which is your connection to your higher self and all the higher energies. The planet is Pluto, which is regenerative and transformative. And the quote was, the daily choices I make now align with my life's purpose. Yes, it's more of an affirmation. I yeah. love that. Love it, love it. Um, like and the then the final card in the fool's journey is the world. And this card represents success and achievements, transmutation, recognizing and assuming your rightful place in life and sense of being. It is completion and fulfillment, which makes sense because you've completed the fool's journey. Um, and this shows up to remind you that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You have a greater understanding now of who you are mm -hmm. and it's a full circle moment and time to start a new chapter. You are enlightened. Yes, exactly. Oh, I um, love that. The chakra is the root chakra, which mm -hmm. is security and grounding. The planet is Saturn responsibility and discipline and the affirmation is what I've been working for is already done. And so it is. And so it is, baby. Love. And so that is our breakdown on the Major Arcana Tarot Part 2 for you guys. And we hope that was enjoyable. And digestible. Yeah. And easy and fun. So I'm going to pull some cards. This reading is going to be for the collective and whatever needs to come through. And you've been fully versed. So you know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. So I am going to tell you all the cards we have because now you people know. Um, do people like being called you I was people? Just because <laughs> or like not asking. I was just thinking that, that in my brain. Like, I like saying it, but I don't know if that's <laughs> offensive. Well, it's very like gender inclusive. Yeah, I think uh, the fact that you're addressing that and saying that it is a lovely thing coming out of your mouth, I don't think anyone okay. can be offended now. Um, so <laughs> we have the Justice card. We have the Hierophant. We have the Two of Swords. We also have the Two of Pentacles reversed. We have the Nine of Swords, Eight of Pentacles, the old Three of Swords. <laughs> King of Wands and the Four of Cups reversed. <clears throat> so lots of wands energy, which we know, right, is your intellect and everything going and on swords. up here. Swords. Sorry. Mm -hmm. We have lots of swords energy. A little bit of pentacles. So to me, something's out of balance. Um, and it could be something financially or materially that 
you have to make some kind of decision. Like you're at a crossroads in life and it's causing you a lot of pain and heartache and anxiety. But in this decision that you're being called to, there is a lot of space for new opportunity. You just have to give yourself that space and let go of any of the fear that comes with it. I do think this is a job situation this Mm -hmm. is like something you're working for um because we also do have like a new beginning a building a business like your employment and like being in charge so there could be an opportunity to take a job where you are in charge of people and you're being the boss um and I think you would be a good leader in this role and someone that is a very fair leader. Um, it could be in education, possibly, or this isn't that broad. This is like super specific for someone. <laughs> but like, um, it's a big group of people that you are taking on this role for. But I think you should say yes and that it's a big good thing. Also, this could be read in multiple different ways. So what if I give you all these cards and let you look at them and reread them for what you think? Okay. So I think you're onto something with like a job opportunity or like maybe not necessarily like even working for someone else. If that's not the case for you, like this could really be um, starting your own business. Yeah. Yeah. Like or a business opportunity that's being presented to you. And it may not even have to be like this could be a side hustle, you know, but something is coming up that is new and it's like you just you're kind of you're uncertain. So I'm, I'm seeing like, maybe you just lost a job. Mm. Um, and you're just kind of feeling like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I was blindsided by this. I wasn't expecting that. Now you're kind of in this panic and worry about like, how am I going to make ends meet? What am I going to do? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. She also just pulled the page of comps. We're adding to this. So, I am so the the thing that's really been like kind of sticking out in my face is the two of swords and the two of swords like this this card's always very fascinating to me because um it is a person holding two swords you know crossed against her chest and she's got a blindfold on mm-hmm. and this card always to me is like you are just putting on your blinders when you have the full opportunity to be able to like Mm -hmm. remove the blindfold and see more clearly Mm -hmm. it is like an opportunity to face your fears and get some clarity so taking some time I think will be really important to kind of like tap into your intuition and see what comes through at you know connect with your higher self and just like do a journal session to see like what kind of clarity that you may need right now Um, because it's going to be really hard for you to like take that leap of faith and jump forward and seize an opportunity when you're so clouded by whatever's previously happened. Like you've been, there's this wrongdoing that's happened and you're just kind of dwelling on this past situation. It's not serving you. The Hierophant, it, it is really like connecting to a higher knowledge and, um, 
I think that goes with what you literally just said, because what we were just talking about is the Hierophant can come to you as like a messenger from the heavens to bring like clarity and lesson. Mm, so it's mm-hmm. like connecting to your higher self and listening. Yeah. I, I mean, and whatever your belief systems are and like really getting clear on that too and, and trusting in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's like, there's so much abundance in your future. And like, I think too, like there is just like old patterns and old um, mm-hmm. limiting beliefs and stuff that are getting in the way right now of you being able to like feel confident in taking this leap of faith. Maybe like, maybe you don't think you're worthy of doing that. Like maybe you've made bad decisions in the past or you're not good with money and you think like I'll always not be good with money or whatever the case is. Money is just a simple example, but like that could be anything where you're like, I've never been good at this. So how can I trust that I will be good at this? And you literally get to make that change and Mm -hmm. and the experience is going to help you get better at that too but you are being presented with opportunities here Mm -hmm. and all the cards are saying like yes jump like this is going Mm -hmm. to be so successful for you it's going to bring you I think that it'll be much more emotionally fulfilling Mm -hmm. absolutely it's going to fill your cup it's going to fill your soul I also really think this is going to be like intuitive work like it's not gonna be something that you like that's out in society that you think you should be doing and going to this job it's gonna be something that you get to wake up and go to that you are excited about that and sharing with others yeah yeah it is much bigger than you it's almost like it's almost like you have this gift and it's time to shine it's time to show the world what you have to offer Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that's what ed- when I said education, I was like more like share. Like now that I'm looking at it, I'm like sharing and yeah. like teaching others your gift. Yeah, absolutely. And like we have um the seven of pentacles in um as well as the ten of pentacles, and both of these are big yes cards. And it's like your hard work's gonna pay off, and you're gonna um be really successful at this like you just have to keep going and to have patience and trust Mm -hmm. because it is going to pay off especially when you're in that space of like how the fuck am I going to pay my bills like Mm -hmm. just really trust into that and know that it's going to happen um but you are in charge of your life and so why not step into that role and really show the world that you are bigger and better than what the the box that society has put you in Mm -hmm. um it's time to take action and and take the opportunity Mm -hmm. i also think too this is very much part of your soul's purpose Mm -hmm. and to remember and trust that like everything that happens and has happened is happening for you like we talked about earlier with the cards and you are just getting this path cleared so Mm -hmm. that you can uh, get more in alignment with yourself and your soul and your higher purpose. Yeah. Every other card that I pull, like keeps affirming that, like you've got the seven of cups and then the cups, there's literally like each cup is full of a different option. And so like you have all of these options in front of you and all of these possibilities, you just have to like seize, seize the moment, seize the day. And you can, and like having the sevens, the seven cups full of ideas and the different buckets like to me that's also telling me that like 
it's not just one certain way that you're going to come into this money. There are multiple different avenues that you can take and you don't just have to choose one. You can do all of them, mm-hmm. but you have to start somewhere. And all of those cards hit like every chakra. So you should probably get Reiki too. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> you know who to call. <laughs> ring, ring. All right. Well, what a fun episode and a great way to wrap up our tarot series uh, our series? first series yes mm-hmm. um we know they're not in order but maybe it'll just give you some time to digest between the first one and this one absolutely um thank you so much for being here and being with us we love you so and, much uh we love doing this it's so much literally lighting our souls big time so go ahead and um drink some water play in the snow Read a book. Read a book backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Rick it, Rick it. (laughs) Show your butthole to the sun. (laughs) Uh, Take a bath. Tickle your partner. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Uh, Wash your face. Eat some food. Nourish your soul. I'm not going to say it. Okay, <laughs> bye. Like a cat. Bye. <laughs> Find us on TikTok and Instagram at Waking Up the Witch. Please email us your witchy stories, ghost stories, corrections, and advice questions to wakingupthewitch at gmail.com. Love you. Love you.